Chapter 21, Scene Stealer. At last, Janie's opening night arrived. Bat felt that it arrived at last because it seemed like he'd been hearing Janie talk about it forever. In just a few hours, he wouldn't have to hear about how excited Janie was and how nervous Janie was anymore. We're leaving in five minutes, Bat, Mom called from the kitchen. She had already dropped Janie off at the school so that she could get ready. I get to wear a hoop skirt and makeup and fake eyelashes, Janie had boasted before she'd left for the show. That all sounded perfectly terrible to Bat. Clothes should be easy to wear and comfortable, like t-shirts and pants with elastic waists. And the thought of anyone gluing anything to his eyelids made Bat positively twitchy. Bat looked around his room. He didn't want to go to Janie's play. In the last few weeks, he'd spent so much more time away from home than he was used to that another night out sounded just awful. And there was little Thor in his playpen, finished with his dinner and looking up at Bat expectantly. Every night after dinner, Bat had been taking Thor out and working on training him to come and stay. They were still working on stay. Oh, little Thor, Bat said to the kit, you look lonely in there. Bat felt lonely too, even though he was about to go to a theater filled with people. Sometimes that was when Bat felt the loneliest of all, in a crowd. Without really thinking about it, Bat slung Thor's sling around his neck and scooped up the kit, nesting him in place. This time, it was a really tight fit to get Thor into the sling. Bat would have to ask Lawrence to make him a bigger one. He grabbed his jacket and put it on over the sling, zipping it up all the way to the top. Just settle down and take a nap, Bat whispered, and you can come with me to the show. When Bat came into the kitchen, Mom said, are you sure you want to wear your jacket? It's a lovely night. I am sure I want to wear my jacket, Bat answered. Outside of the theater, Bat saw lots of people who had come to see Janie in her play. There was Dad. Hey, sport. Hi, Valerie, he said to Bat and Bat's mom. There was Lawrence. Bat boy, Dr. Tam, he said. Bat had never seen Lawrence wearing regular clothes. He always saw Lawrence at the clinic where Lawrence wore blue scrubs. Tonight, Lawrence was wearing a shirt with buttons and a collar under a sport coat. And his shoes looked like they were made of leather instead of rubber. You look different, Bat told Lawrence. Lawrence laughed his same laugh. Even from inside the different clothes, that made Bat, I'm sorry, that made him seem more like Lawrence again. There was Ezra and his parents, and there was Israel with his mom and dad. Israel waved at Bat, and Bat waved back, but he felt kind of shy about it. On Thursday, Israel had been all better from his cold, but things still weren't the same between them. They'd shared an awkward snack at Israel's kitchen table before Tom had taken them over to Bat's house to water the skunk garden, and Mom had gotten home early from the clinic. Finally, it was time to go into Janie's school auditorium where folding chairs were arranged in rows facing the stage. Bat, his mom, Lawrence, 
and his dad all scooted down a row, not too close to the front, but not way in the back either, and waited for the show to start. Bat Baby, do you want to take off your jacket? Mom whispered as the lights were going dark. Bat slid the zipper down a little, but then shook his head no. He felt Thor rustle around and then settle back down. And then the music started and the curtains opened and the kids started singing and dancing. It took a minute, but then Bat recognized Maggie. She looked different in her Alice costume. A blue dress with a white apron, white tights, and flat black shoes. She looked, she looked older than she'd looked at the sleepover when she'd been wearing those tiger footy pajamas. But when Janie came on stage, dressed as the queen, with a red hoop dress, a giant red crown, and eyelashes that Bat could see from the audience, he didn't recognize her at all until Mom leaned over and whispered, Look, it's your sister. Even then, Bat didn't totally believe that it could be Janie. She looked taller than she looked in regular life, and she moved across the stage like she really was the queen of something. When she opened her mouth to sing her solo, Bat's mouth opened too in surprise. It was Janie. That was the same song she'd been practicing all month, amplified by the microphone she wore taped to her cheek, supported by the music that played along with her, backed up by all the other performers as they danced behind her. She's amazing, Bat whispered. Janie's song was so strong and loud and wonderful that Bat leaned forward in his seat. He had no idea that Janie could be so wonderful. He had no idea that she was so talented and brave. He had no idea that, Skunk! yelled a voice in the dark, high-pitched and loud. Skunk! yelled another voice, and then another, until the auditorium rattled with yells. And then it was filled with something worse, a sharp, acrid stink of a skunk's first spray. Chairs turned over as the audience rushed towards the exits. Bat, panicked, eyes stinging from the odor, dropped to the ground and felt around desperately for Thor. Oh, what a mistake it had been to bring the kit. Thor, he cried into the dark. Beside him, his mother called, Thor! And then Bat heard Dad's voice, Thor! And Lawrence, Thor! Someone turned the lights on and Bat spied the black and white tail two rows up, sticking out from behind an overturned chair. Quick as he could, Bat scuttled over on his hands and knees and scooped the kit into his arms, cradling him close. Bat blinked against the sudden light. He looked up and there, on the stage, arms crossed, crown listing to one side, stood Janie.